Have you ever had food poisoning? I'll bet right now when you you even ask somebody that question, they right away, they remember it because it is such an awful experience. And maybe you've never eaten that food ever again, the one that you think gave you food poisoning. That's also a very common experience, right? But it is possible to perhaps avoid ending up in a situation like that. And believe me, if you've had it once, you would definitely like to avoid having it again. Joining us now is Dr. Primrose Freestone, a senior lecturer in clinical microbiology at the University of Leicester. Thank you so much for joining us. You're most welcome. And yes, I've had food poisoning, but it wasn't anything I cooked. Ah, good. Well, that's good. But did you tell, if you were eating at somebody's house, Dr. Freestone, do you tell the person that you got food poisoning? Uh, the English, the British, probably not, actually. And also, <laughs> you can never be quite sure where you picked up the food poisoning from or whether it's a virus. But nonetheless, yeah, food poisoning is definitely something to avoid. It can completely destroy a holiday, especially. Oh, it sure can. Let's start by defining this. So what happens when we have food poisoning? You've ingested something that is contaminated either with a microorganism, Listeria E. coli, Salmonella, that can actively grow inside you, cause damage to your cells, make you feel sick, make you vomit, give you diarrhea, or there's something left over, um, a toxin, for example, that the um, bacteria has actually left. Um, some Staphylococci do this. And they can also, in a very short period, make you feel sick, make you vomit, And it's happened to me, it probably happened actually when I was in the middle of an air flight um, from England to um, to the United States. That was very unpleasant. So the point is, you really do want to avoid food poisoning. But sometimes you can't actually detect whether or not the food that you're eating or the the, the liquid that, that you're drinking is contaminated. But there are some situations when you basically can. Okay, first of all, whatever that what you went through on that flight must have been a nightmare. I sympathize with you for that one right away. But what about... Uh, yeah, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was toxin-based, actually. <laughs> Oof, okay. So avoiding it, I think, is the key here. So what if, how can you avoid it? Are there some signs that you should look for? Well, I've stopped eating uh, uh, airline food, to be honest. Okay. Okay, there are certain things well, that's that devastating because I love airline. I actually really poisoning. like airline food, so that's actually devastating for me. <laughs> so do I, actually, but um, I must admit, I go now for biscuits. <laughs> they usually quite safe if individually wrapped. <laughs> no, seriously, uh, there are certain foods that are more associated with food poisoning than that. Shellfish, especially oysters. I mean, how uh, it scares me that people still eat them raw. And they are filter food feeders. They concentrate viruses and bacteria, particularly the sewage in the water in which they're growing. And I'll be honest, I mean, the only way I'll eat shellfish is if it's very, very well cooked. Okay. And in fact, thousands of people get food poisoning, viral and bacterial, from under or uncooked shellfish. And I think it's just a very bad idea, quite frankly. Oh, really? Because oysters are very popular here where we live. Yes, and my strong advice is that um, be aware of the risk of what you're eating and ideally cook them. Okay, they're very nice cooked with garlic and herbs and cheese and um, and really make sure they're very, very well cooked. They're actually bubbling away. Um, and that means they're probably going to be a lot safer. Um, All right, so stay, lay off the oysters. Now, there's another thing on this list that also distresses me because I love a good buffet, and you're telling me I should stop eating at buffets. No, I'm not saying don't eat the buffet, but be aware 
of the fact that um, there are kind of rules, you know, they were sort of two hour rule in terms of making sure the food that should be unrefrigerated is kept refrigerated and covered. And I've been to lots of buffets at weddings and parties and so on. And yes, I've eaten it. And yes, I've wondered afterwards if anything's going to happen. <laughs> um, and sometimes it does, quite frankly. But generally speaking, if, it, if, if the um, buffet's been out for more than a couple of hours, people have been manhandling it, you know, touching stuff. Look, don't eat it. Just, just, just go for a packet of crisps and where you possibly get. Oh, that's another thing as well. The big bowl of crisps that people put their hands in and take some out. Like, look, you know, if people have been washing their hands, great. But um, how many people wash their hands before they go to a buffet? I might, but I'm a microbiologist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're saying that when you see, if you're at a buffet and you see them putting out like a fresh container of something, go eat that. Don't don't eat something that looks like it's been sitting out for a while. Yeah, I tend to be first in line at buffets, I must admit. <laughs> I'm going to take your advice on that one too. Now, you've also got on this list eating outdoors. Are you talking about a picnic here? I've picnicked lots of times in my time. I got fed up being attacked by ants. But above all, flies and wasps um, are quite happy to feed on carrion, on feces. And what they carry then to your food, if it's not kept covered, well, okay, whatever they, they will last. Um, feasting on ends up on your food. Now, it might not be enough in terms of bacterial viruses to make you sick, but if you then leave that food at room to, at, well, at outdoor temperatures, which in this country is probably refrigeration temperatures, <laughs> okay, but actually it might be in some places, you know, 20, 30 degrees um, for a couple of hours. That's enough time for, you know, bacteria such as E. coli, listeria, which is very widespread in the environment. To start growing and if the infectious dose is high enough it might well make you sick and frankly um i don't like the idea of wasting food but also i don't think it's worthwhile making people sick by eating something that you suspect might be contaminated this is like the don't i i it's always about mayonnaise for me right like do not put mayonnaise on sandwiches if you're going to a picnic um if you're going to a picnic, take a cool bag, have some ice packs with it, only uncover the food when you're ready to eat it. And if a fly or something settles on it and you eat it quickly, that should be okay. If you leave it to hang around or you take it back home with you, not a good idea, quite frankly. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and on this, on this list as well, bagged salads, which I also like to enjoy every once in a while. I did until I started investigating the area, which I published on. And surprisingly, the number of people that get infections from fresh produce is, is um, very, really quite high. And we discovered that there are thousands of microorganisms living in bag salad, including oh, some pathogens man. like listeria. <laughs> so I have to say, if you are going to eat bag salads and they're still ready to eat, then give them a really, really good wash. Make sure you get a bag salad that's close to its use-by date and don't let it hang around to the fridge until the bag's swollen up and it looks um, slimy. Okay. Okay, that, that is just not a good idea. Dr. Freestone, I have a feeling I'm going to be hearing this in my head for a very long time to come, but thank you so much for your time this morning. One thing I will actually say is that as humans, we've evolved to live in quite dirty environments. And the reason that we get away with um, less than kind of optimum 
suit hygiene. His immune systems are absolutely ferocious in terms of what it can actually cope with. But nonetheless, hygiene is a really good idea. And the one last thing I would actually say is washing your hands before and after you handle food is, a, is probably one of the most important things you can do to protect yourself and your family. Well, we appreciate your safety tips this morning. That's Dr. Primrose Freestone, Senior Lecturer in Clinical Microbiology at the University of Leicester. Take her advice.